Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You damn right. Hope everybody's having a great Thursday. Hopefully you've recovered from Valentine's Day. Maybe you got a discounted Valentine's Day ready to go for the weekend because now everything's on sale. Well done if you thought of that. Uh, a lot of stuff to get into today. We have the debut of a segment we're very excited about later on in the show. Got a guest for you at 105 talking Longhorn stuff. And we've got some updates in that world. And once again... In the crap bag today at 1245, I will try to get Zay and the rest of you somewhat interested in the XFL. Today's version is going to be tough. It's Chad Zay on a Thursday. I'm Chad Hastings, joined once again by Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? Chad, what's happening? Happy Thursday, everybody. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. How were the Girl Scout cookies? Did you get a chance to try any? Oh, yeah, on point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still, yeah. still good? Still good. Okay. Yeah, you finally came through. Thank you. I did. My wife came through. I didn't do a thing. I, That's I'll, true. I transported them to you, but my wife is the one that made sure they were in the car. Winnie, thank you. She's a good Girl Scout leader. She's a good cookie pusher. She will make sure you get those cookies. Yeah. 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 Got them in the freezer, ready to go. There we go. There we go. Uh, a lot of people do like the Girl Scout cookies in the freezer. All right. We have uh, a lot of stuff going on today. There's uh, some basketball updating we need to do. Coming up at 1230, <laughs> there's an NFL story that's an all-timer. I was waiting for this one. I've been wondering, and it did not take long. It did not take us long to get to a story involving this guy having to apologize for something. We'll get into that at 1230. Um, also, we want to thank those of you that helped the YouTube page yesterday. We asked you for YouTube subscription. That sounds like it costs money. It doesn't. It's just being a subscriber on a YouTube page. We yeah, asked, it's free. We asked you to help us out with the subscriber number, youtube.com slash at the horn Austin. And we got over 700 yesterday. So thank you for that. Over 700. I'm seeing 709 subscribers. Go check out the shows. Uh, if you missed Craig and Jeff telling you all about baseball, Texas baseball, and where the TV you know locations are going to be, we got that at hornfm.com, but we also have it on the YouTube page, our Super Bowl reactions, our reactions to uh, Rihanna, and if you missed last night's Wednesday night flex show, you can check that out on the YouTube page as well. But we do thank you for that, and if you want to subscribe, go right ahead. Our next goal will be 800 subscribers, trying to get our way to 1,000 and beyond. So we appreciate you for all of those things. So Zay, we have finally come to the Chris Beard update show. Had you forgotten about this one? Had you been looking forward? Not looking forward. Had you been thinking of this one at some point, that we're going to have to update this story one one more time? Yeah, I knew this day was coming. Yeah. Um, And it is here. 
Last night, as I'm watching, I was watching a little bit of Tennessee Bama, checking out a little bit of the NBA. The crawl let me know that the charges against Chris Beard have been dropped. This is kind of what his lawyer was foreshadowing. Um, I guess we would say maybe even months ago now, a couple months ago, uh, as I guess he was fired on January 5th. So a little over a month ago, the lawyer in those letters that were released to the university was basically saying that they thought that, that ultimately the case would be dropped and it has been dropped. And part of the reason is that, and this is something we had heard as well, the alleged victim did not want to prosecute And she stated as much in the statement that she put out that she did not want Chris Beard ultimately prosecuted. So the felony charges have been dropped against Chris Beard. Yeah, and it's just an unfortunate situation. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, the Horns and CDC and, you know, everybody down there made a mistake by not just suspending him and seeing what happens. I mean, innocent until proven guilty, and right now it's, it's clear that Chris Beard is a free, free man. He's guilty. I mean, he's innocent. So, I mean, it just stinks. It's just one of those crappy situations. We're in 2023, and it's such a toxic thing, like domestic violence. It's such a touchy subject, and whether you think that he's innocent or not, the police were called, and it kind of just goes back to you got to really be sure of who you're with because she knew calling the police with all of the Stuff in the contract with Chris Beard, the five million a year. If you call the police and he's arrested, that's where the horns, you know, people in the front office at the 40, that's where they have their cause case to where he was fired. So I, it's just, yeah, I, I, it sucks. And lucky enough, Rodney Terry has done a really good job replacing Coach Beard. And this team has done a really good job fighting for first place in the Big 12 and giving themselves an opportunity to make a run in March. So it could have went really south. This team could have folded. This Mm -hmm. team could have been on the bubble or at a spot to where you're like Oklahoma or Texas Tech, but they're not. And as far as Chris Beard goes, I'm sure he's going to find another place at another program. I don't know if it'll be soon, but he will definitely get a second chance but for a guy that went to texas and was a you know basically a guy that looked up to a tom penders because he was here during that era Mm -hmm. being a manager and you know grad assistant this this is this was his dream job and to have it all messed up for this that's unfortunate so to me, there's a couple a couple things we can discuss today and get your thoughts if you're Longhorn fans out there on the Specs text line three three seven three seven seven six. You brought up the idea of you know is he going to end up with another job? We can certainly get to that, but there's also I guess this layer of it right at the beginning of everything. We threw out the question of can he still be your basketball coach? If you're a Texas fan, the old saying is there's nothing so dirty it can't be made clean again. The, all the charges have been dropped, as Zay stated it. You can make you make that case. He's an innocent man. He is not being charged with anything in this particular incident. They are still together, I believe. Still, I guess, set to be married at some point. Still, fiancés, um, you know, with one another. And she again did not want him to be prosecuted. If you're a Longhorn fan, and I'll ask Zay, and I'll ask the rest of you. If I put the button in front of you and it's got the word beard on it, 
and you hit it and Chris Beard's your basketball coach again with everything that would come along with it. Social media reaction, backlash, court of public opinion, blah, blah, blah. Teams got to adjust, all that. Would you hit the button or would you just keep going the way you are going? On this February 16th, knowing what you know today, what would you do? Would you hit the button and make him your basketball coach again if you could? Zay, you're a fan of this team. You follow the Longhorns and you love basketball. Would you hit the button? No. I'd keep things as is. I definitely keep things as is because how I look at it, Chad, whether you think it happened or not, now that all charges are dismissed, you're with a woman that's willing to tell the police he choked me, threw me off the bed, bent me, bruises all over my leg, threw me around, and going nuts. Mm. You're with a woman that either it happened, speculation, or... She's willing to tell the police that this is who you picked to choose to be your fiance. Right. If she's making it up, that is what if she made up. If she's making it up, <laughs> right. this is what she made up. Uh-huh. And you're representing our university yeah, as the head coach. Right. So either or, it's mad toxic. And you just, again, with the way domestic violence is, and just go look at the history of it where, you know, everybody has their own opinion and you can make your own opinion. Sure. But Texas just couldn't go on with him yeah. with this. When we all, you know, for those for those of you that that read through that police report, I just remember coming away from that thinking, I don't know how they walk this one back. Okay, I do not know how you walk back those images, those thoughts, those comments. Um, and you know, somebody texted us just because the charges were dropped doesn't mean that he didn't do it at right. the end of the day. That's right. Same texter, ATX James, as the father of a daughter fired, sends the wrong message to all students. Interesting. Not just female. I guess you'd send the wrong saying send the wrong message if you brought him back. Um, this says not innocent, just not prosecuted. Somebody else says that button would be hammered. As in, they would hit the button and bring Chris Beard back. Let us know what you think. Specs text line 337-3776. So the charges have ultimately been dropped. And then you bring up the, the question, Zay, of at some point down the line, will there be an opportunity for Chris Beard? Now I'm assuming there will be an opportunity for Chris Beard. And for some reason, the thing that flashed in my mind today was somewhere down the line, is there going to be an SEC job? that Chris Beard's going to make sense for, and they'll they'll say yes to Chris Beard, he'll say yes to them, and then Chris Beard's going to coach against Texas. Yeah, look at Bruce Pearl right now. In that conference sometime in the future. Yeah, for sure. He's going to get another chance. He's a good coach. The man knows hoops. Right. The man knows ball. The man's very intelligent when it comes to the game. X's and O's, motivating and stuff. Yes, he's had his moments. Last season I didn't like, especially at Baylor when he went off and then Trey Mitchell transferred. I'm not saying he's the reason why Trey Mitchell transferred to West Virginia in the middle of the season, but it didn't look good. Jalen Tyson, you could throw that out there, all those things. Those things don't look good. So will he get another opportunity? Absolutely, but – just not at the University of Texas. Yeah, this says uh, this text says, do not hit the button. Something happened, and he put his hands on her. That should never happen. Someone else says, isn't it just the case where the woman is blamed? No, 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 not blamed. We're not saying the blame. We're saying it's, it's the discussion of something occurred that made her react that way. And if her reaction was pick up the phone and call the cops, 
that's where I'm t- that that to me is once it crossed that boundary line and some of those things were communicated to the police. That's where UT couldn't come back. They couldn't come back from it. Yeah, she told the police she could not breathe. Yeah, that one. She could not breathe, mm-hmm. and he did it for probably like five seconds. She told the police that. Yeah. Somebody else texts in. Beard should sue. Try to settle for half of the money owed. I've heard that discussion today too. Be real careful there, Coach Beard. You really want to play lawyer games with UT? You want to have a lawyer fight with those guys? You're already losing like 20 mil, Coach Beard. Don't throw those that money away trying to go up with, you know, the capital and stuff. Dude, nah, I don't think that's a smart move. Dude, read that. Read the language in that contract. They give them two ways to get out. One is specific and one's not. One's really general. They could call – I mean, they use the conduct unbecoming, essentially – that I've been referencing, you know, I've been referencing that through the years of different coaches when they do certain things. That's the way they talked about it. Conduct unbecoming. That could be anything. They could do anything there. You go to a concert that UT doesn't approve of and get in a fight or get caught on social media throwing up some hand sign that they don't like. They could say, that's conduct unbecoming the head coach. Sorry, you're done. Like back in the day, it's the kind of thing where if somebody – was able with social media to see Daryl Royal at a Willie Nelson show. Right. There have been UT fans that did not approve of that. And they just said, well, that's not really what the head coach should be doing. So it can be <laughs> really general. So that's where I would tell Chris Beard, I don't know if you want to fight that one. I do not know if you want to mess with that. This says the SEC will scoop him up in a second and will be wiping us up and down the floor with him. The SEC cares about winning, and that's the conference we are headed to. Oh, yeah. I can see him going to like a Mississippi State or something and having success. Absolutely. It says, of course, someone else will hire him, just not us. And, yeah, the story sucks for everyone. Creepy to talk about. Everyone should move on. He's not coming back, and they have lives. Let it go. Yeah, that's kind of where it's going to have to be. And it's going to end up being one of those things where, and you kind of said it there, Zay, but it's you know, not it's not that he can't work ever again. Now that these charges have been dropped, he will probably get to work again. He can't wear their colors again. That's that's the key, and it does suck. I was talking about it with somebody today. I had a, a appointment with the periodontist today. He's a Longhorn. He's always wanted to ask me about Texas stuff, and we were talking about it, and it was just the the sadness of how it all came together, and it looked like it was headed in the right direction. And then it just it all falls apart. And he knows. He looked me dead in the eye and he's like, Yeah, they can't it can't go back. I mean, yeah. it's too far gone now. You can't you can't put all that toothpaste back in the tube and he cannot represent you anymore. You just you just wish it could be could have been different. Whether she was triggered from him putting his hands on her or triggered from just being upset at whatever's going on in their situation, like they talked about in the statements that they've been arguing for the past few days before the incident happened, whether she just went okay and made all of that stuff up either way, she can't be triggered. She can't, she can't, she can't do that. And then put that out there with what all happened, mm-hmm. whether it did or didn't put that statement out there, those statements out there. And then it she goes, knows, yeah, then like it, she shouldn't, she should right. know she's the fiance. Like she should know what that call once you dial nine one one and tell them that she could have just dialed nine one one and said, you know what, I'm sorry, there's no problem here. That didn't happen. She told them what she told them, and here we are now. So yeah. once that happened, it was done. After that, whether you believe he did it or not, innocent, proven guilty or not, 
that's the cause that Texas went with. And yeah, now we got Coach Terry and you, I, I, what the Specs Texter said. Move on. I'm with yeah. that. No, that's Let's move uh, on. I think that's going to be a lot of the a lot of the response today. Somebody says uh, he won't be back at UT ever. But please stop with the statements presented in the police report as stated by the victim. These are hardly facts. Alleged victim is hopefully what we said because that's kind of how she's legally listed in in the case. Um, and yes, I think that's fair to point out. These things aren't necessarily considered you know, legal facts, but they are a part of the situation. And that police report is an important facet of it. And she, you know, she expressed, she expressed things to the police that were just too tough to, to walk back. I think for, uh, for Texas, somebody, um, there's a lot of different things coming in. Somebody says, are you kidding me? When things get heated like that, you need to stay squeaky clean, take a walk down the street. Even if it's 3 in the morning, you got a game to play the next day. Uh, and I think, Michelle did, didn't they? Yeah, man, just so many things. Somebody says, too many unanswered questions around the story. Something happened that forced the police to be called. And that is the ultimate thing we have all known. And you may be in one of these relationships. People that are listening right now are in a relationship, marriage or otherwise. That things get heated. Arguments happen. Stuff may get thrown. Stuff may things may happen. But when somebody calls the cops, you take that from your business to the public's business. That's right. And it becomes public record. Now, public record doesn't matter when the dude down the street from you that works at the bakery and he and his wife get in a yelling match. That's different. That'll go public the same way, but he's not a figure the way Chris Beard is a public figure. So that's going to get out there, and you have to be able to control it inside your own environment, but as soon as the cops are called, that's when it gets it gets outside of it. And yeah, this is happening in Terrytown too. Let's not forget that. Yep. Like that type of neighborhood. Right. That's true. That is true. Oh, come on. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of there'll be a lot of reactions today, uh, obviously on this and um, you know, Chris again the charges the the charges have been dropped, but right from the beginning when when those letters came out from the university and the lawyers and everything, the university clearly stated whether this is a misdemeanor, felony, whatever, whether he's charged or not. That's not what we're making our decision based on. We are not. We believe he acted in a way that means he can't be the coach. And that's, and that's how they kind of pressed back on the lawyers. Like, okay, before you go off into this world of accusing us of something, just you understand something happened too. Something happened. We think it means he can't be the coach anymore, and we've got paperwork that allows us to, get our, to, to exit away from that relationship. Yeah. So now the question is going to be, does Chris Beard really want to me- – because this will be um, another indicator, Zay, where we watched it. Somebody has texted us already about Mike Leach and some of the legal stuff he tried to deal with with Texas Tech. and how, How'd that work out for him? Not well, mm. trying to get, get that money back. Interesting. And Mike Leach had a point, by the way. Mike yeah. Leach, to me, had a case. Yeah. I, I don't know that Beard does here, and if he really wants another job and he wants to move on, this is the kind of thing he may – it's going to be tough. I'm sure for him and whatever ego he's still carrying around, but he's probably going to have to put it down. He's just going to have to put it down, and he, like Texas, just going to have to move forward because I don't know that he wants to get in that in that kind of lawyer fight. When do you think he's going to come say something, make um, a speech? Now that's a great that's a great question. When is what, what would his lawyer tell him to do now that the charges have been completely dropped? I think at some point, I mean, if he wants a gig. Like next basketball season, he could wait till the off season. I guess 
He could wait for this part of it to die down a little bit, cool down, calm down, wait for a season to even play out, and then somewhere in the late spring, summer, he could do that. If he feels like he wants to strike while the iron's hot and people are thinking about basketball, does he do it like tournament time? He could do that. I'm just trying to think of like a PR person would think of it. Right. Trying to think how his agent would think of it. How do you get Chris Beard back in people's minds the right way? You know, basketball people's minds. You'd probably need to wait until I, I might wait till later on in the season where teams are establishing who's good, who's bad, and to be blunt, who needs a coach. And then maybe you go. Um, or, you know, there I guess there would also be an argument for this gets out last night sometime today or tomorrow. The fiancé did the media dump on a Friday with her statement. Maybe it's a Chris Beard statement tomorrow on a Friday. Call a press conference, do a Zoom meeting, throw out something on social media, just lay it out there on a Friday. He could do that. Yeah, yeah. So Chris Chris Beard, charges officially dropped. So no felony charges, any kind of charges. Also, from what I'm reading, this and I think the lawyer referenced this in the beginning, but this particular DA, from what I'm reading, is known for being very hard on domestic violence cases, being very strict on domestic violence cases, and has had uh, charges brought and has had convictions and has sent a lot of people to jail for domestic violence charges. So Beard's people are trying to create the story of this is one of the hardest people on these type of stories. And he cleared it. And they looked at it and cleared it. They looked at it and said it didn't meet the reasonable doubt, the beyond a reasonable doubt, whatever it is, the, the technical you know, legal term. So just something to keep in mind there. If you have thoughts on it, Specs text line 337-3776. Now on the court last night, Texas may have gotten – not that it's just about helping Texas, but we talked about it yesterday. Maybe a good thing if Tennessee at home could beat Alabama and give them their first SEC loss. Maybe that's good. Actually, yesterday I guess we were talking about Tennessee losing the home game. Might have been, might have been a little better for Texas. So Rick Barnes and his crew did get the win last night, uh, 68-59. Uh, Zay, you had a chance to uh, watch a good bit of that game. Anything jump out to you about how Tennessee played? They looked pretty impressive while I was watching. Yeah, very impressive. Rick Barnes, he's missing two of the starters that they had when they played Texas a few weeks ago, Phillips and Jordan James. Both of those guys didn't play, so where are you going to get your points from? And they came from Zakai Ziegler and Santiago Vescovi. Both of those guys were terrific. Both of them had 15 apiece, and there's just a D on the Crimson Tide was suffocating, you know. Brandon Miller, the best player who's going to be a top five pick in the draft, he's only a freshman. He had 15 points, but he worked for all that 15. Like, it was tough. And, again, Zakai Ziegler, he's just terrific. When he controls the game for the Volunteers, they're a completely different team. Sometimes he over-dribbles, but 15 points, 8 assists, he just controlled the game once again, just like he did against the Texas Longhorns. So, big-time win for Rick Barnes' crew. Uh, That might hurt Texas a little bit because – Tennessee, they're still trying to fight for a number one seed themselves. I think right. it's going to be a little more difficult for them to do it than it is for Texas to do it, especially if Texas, who controls their own destiny, win out, which means they win the Big 12 if they win the next five games. But for Alabama, being a number one seed, that's their first loss in the SEC. Right. Yeah. So I don't think 
most likely they're going to get a number one seed. I know they lost to Oklahoma. That was their last loss before Tennessee, and that's big and all. But all that does for me is just scare me about this Saturday matchup when the Horns play against the Sooners. Because Oklahoma, they've beaten some pretty good teams this year, even though they've lost some games. Porter Mosier's squad, they're still tough. So with them, Oklahoma beating um, Kansas State and Oklahoma beating uh, Alabama, they're going to come into the mood very confident and see if they could finesse their way in to the bubble and make it in the last four somehow. So, yeah, it's just one thing that's positive about last night's game with another number one team going down, which that's the eighth number one team to lose this year, most since 1993. Wow. It shows the parity in all the nation. You have no idea who's going to win it. You're going to have to really start looking and crunching numbers and looking at coaching and, you know, just seeing these different mismatches and different matchups game by game. But you got to feel pretty good if you're the Horns because, again, with Alabama losing last night, like, they could get got. We saw Purdue lose to Northwestern. Northwestern beat Indiana the other night. You know, anybody could lose. Kansas, they've had their uh, lapses this year. Baylor, they look good right now, but we saw earlier this season they lost three straight open in the Big 12. So who are you going to ride with? It's just about who's clicking from game to game. Coaching's going to be so critical. And, yeah, I you got to love that. That for me, that gives Texas a chance that in any given night, you could lose two. You could easily go out first round, lose second round in that first week of March Madness and go home and it'll be very disappointing. But with everybody just being kind of even, nobody separating themselves in college basketball. If you're the Texas Longhorns, that should make you feel good because you should feel like you've got a chance. So maybe not the result Texas would have benefited from the most, but uh, Tennessee did get by Bama last night. 68-59, we'll keep our eyes on that. Texas still projected by the bracketologists at right around that two-seed line, and that's still where Tennessee is as well. And like Zay said, with just that first SEC loss, you'd still be projecting Bama probably as a one-seed. We'll continue to talk hoops, obviously. Also up next, some NFL notes. DeMar Hamlin and his jacket. Oh, my God. I can't believe this is a story. Plus, Trayvon Diggs has an idea. I love it. I don't know if it can happen, but I love it. We'll tell you what it is next on The Horn. Getting started on a Thursday. I'm not sure if I've ever had seven women on my mind at the same time. Glenn Fry was a lucky man back in the day. The Eagles would take it easy. Zay, are you into the Eagles at all? I don't know. This would be an interesting band for you to listen to, whether it's a Greatest Hits or maybe Hotel California, one of the classic records. This is a huge, huge band for a lot of people. I like the lyrics, thinking the seven women. That's right up my alley. Yeah, no, it's good. This is good, easy listening rock to me, and right. I don't mean I'll, I don't mean easy listening as an insult. Easy listening to me is a compliment sometimes with music because everything you listen to shouldn't be difficult to listen to. Right. This is something where you can just really get comfortable with some Eagles tunes. There are some people that don't dig the Eagles. But I like some Eagles stuff, and I did see them on the Hell Freezes Over tour back in the day. So the Eagles will not be a part of our album discussion later on, but we will let you know that coming up at 2.05 today, we're going to start a new segment on the show. 
Uh, now that we're out of football season, uh, this show, this time slot, has gotten into some different things over the years, whether it was movie reviews, shout out to uh, our guy Trey Elling, we used to review a lot of movies um, in this show, but with Zay and I being as musical snob, snobbish as we are, we thought album discussion and musical discussion would be a good idea. So what we've done is, Zay's come up with a list of albums to start off that I need to listen to. And I've come up with a list of albums that I think he needs to listen to. So today, we are going to discuss the album that I've just listened to for the first time, To Cal by Method Man. And Zay's going to discuss an album he just listened to for the first time, Appetite for Destruction by Guns and Roses. That's coming up at 2.05. So we'll have some fun with that. We're going to go through this list. We're going to get into some albums later that neither of us have listened to. And don't worry, you listeners are going to be a part of it at some point, too, giving us ideas of uh, albums we should check out. All right, so we will do that later in the show. But right now, we must get to the story that I knew was coming. I just didn't know when it was coming, how it was coming, and exactly what it would be. Zay, I joked with people weeks ago when the DeMar Hamlin thing had developed and he was getting better and he was coming out of the hospital and it was that incredible story and all that positivity. I joked with people, what's it going to be when it turns? What's the story? Doesn't he get a little bit, like how many times does he get to mess up and we'll just forgive him? Because he's DeMar Hamlin, he just went through all that. Doesn't he get one social media mess that he doesn't have to deal with? But apparently that answer is no. DeMar Hamlin attended the Super Bowl, which is really cool. He got to sit with you know Roger Goodell, hang out, sit in a suite and all this. Yeah, he sat next to the Kelsey's mom. Yes, but here's the headline on the story that I saw today once Zay told me about it. I hadn't even seen it yet. Bill's DeMar Hamlin says he meant no disrespect with his jacket. Oh, good Lord. So, Zay, let me see if I've got it right. You correct me when I go off the path. DeMar Hamlin wore a jacket to the Super Bowl that had a depiction of Jesus on the cross on the back. Some people got upset once it got on social media and thought he was being disrespectful to Jesus, I guess. And then he had to apologize. Do I have all that right? Yeah, that's that's basically it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean... We're, for, we're first off... Are you a religious man yourself? Not to where I'd be offended by this. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Like, do, did you feel offense when you saw it? No. Okay. I just think it's a weird jacket, like kids these days. That's what I thought. <laughs> you, you were the old man. <laughs> yeah, I was an old man. Like, these, this is what kids are into. These kids in their weird jackets. Like, we, we literally talk about these rock legends and their album covers and stuff like that. Like, how many of those are offensive, especially back then? Right. So why are we getting so offended by this? Yeah. It just looks like a effed up SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> and I, the cross makes it Jesus. But if it wasn't, the cross wasn't there, I just think it's SpongeBob SquarePants on dope. <laughs> to be fair, like, oh, I'm trying to figure out. There's a part of, there's a part on the face. I can't figure out if it's supposed to be sunglasses or is it like, where are you seeing the sunglasses? There's like a, a a purple circle and a blue circle, and I don't know if those are supposed to be bruises or sunglasses or I don't know what that is. I, I don't understand, and maybe I'm just not looking at it exactly right. Maybe those are the eyes, 
I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not seeing exactly. It looks like a cartoon character on yeah. shrooms and a lot of drugs. Cartoon character, but clearly in the you know the image of Jesus on the cross, complete with you know the, the hand and foot yeah. wounds that you would you would associate with it. So, yeah. And then maybe the best, the maybe the 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 detail that really drives this one home as a 2023 kind of story. Which former NFL player was it, Zay, that decided he was offended by DeMar Hamlin's jacket? Adrian Joe Jackson Peterson. Adrian Peterson? Adrian Peterson. One of the greatest of all time. Would you, there are some people that have just now forgotten about what he did, and he's going to be the one that's offended. Dude, I ain't forget A, AD, AP, whatever the hell they call you. Dude, pictures got out. Of how hard you switch beat your child. Mm-hmm. And people got on you about that. You can't stay calm about a jacket. You really felt the need to tweet out about a jacket. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, Adrian Peterson. How dare you, dog? You have no right to say anything. And we all know Oklahoma running backs, they have anger problems. Joe Mixon, Adrian Peterson. This probably goes on after that. Oh, my God. You should be thankful. You should be thanking God's son. This is blasphemy. We all fall short, but come on, man. I find this disrespectful. Oh, brother. (laughs) Later on, we were able to discuss our thoughts as men. However, I do feel as if the jacket was disrespectful, and it was something that I needed to share. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See, you know what we used to do? I think maybe what we used to do is if you were in the grocery store and you saw someone wearing a shirt and you felt like that shirt was offensive, you used to just shop. You used to just get your milk and leave. Yeah. And then internally, you could be mad. You'd go home and tell your wife or husband, I saw this shirt. I couldn't believe it, what it said about Jesus or the Cowboys or the Steelers or flowers or whatever. But nowadays, we have to react to everything. Everything. Everything has to have a reaction. I don't understand. I don't see anything depicted in there that I haven't seen depicted in my, my whole life. My whole life, I've seen... A version of that depiction. When I was when I was coming up in high school is when they came out with that shirt and the back of it had a big hand on it. And there was a nail going through the hand and there was blood everywhere and it said, his pain, your gain. And I always thought that was a little bit much, but I got the basic message of what was on the garment and I didn't go to the papers. I didn't write some op-ed. I just thought to myself, ooh, I probably wouldn't wear that. That's a little far. And then I just went about my day. Why can't we just do that? Because it's it's a Super Bowl, right? Because everybody's watching. Is that why? Yeah, he's a 24-year-old guy that I guess is in the fashion. This is his fashion. If you're offended, whatever. But I don't think DeMar Hamlin should have to apologize to anyone. Leave the man alone. I do like that throughout my life now we've swung back over to where it is maybe the folks on the religious right that are saying, hey, what? It's art. It's just art. Can't we express ourselves? Keep that thought. Keep that thought. That's exactly right. I agree with that. Just make sure we keep it even. Keep everything consistent throughout this discussion. Damar Hamlin, I hope they stay off of you. I hope they. Uh, I hope that's done and you don't have to deal with that anymore. Uh, also, real quick before this break, Zay, I like Tra- uh, Trayvon Diggs' idea. I just don't think he has any power here. Trayvon Diggs throwing out, what, imagery of Stefan in a Cowboys? Tampering. 
Cowboy no. tampering. No, find no, no. him. No, he just got an idea. Find the man. No, he's got an idea. Find him. He wants to be the Kelsey brothers. What's wrong with they that? They don't play together. What's wrong with that? He wants to be the Kelsey brothers. They don't play together. They didn't go to the same college. He wants to be the who are the brothers that played together with the Steve, the Edmonds brothers, the Watt brothers. That's what he wants to be. Nah. He wants to take it a ne- another step. I get it. Cowboys fans, they would love to have Stephon Diggs. Yes, I the would. The man's amazing. Second yes, team all pro, pro bowler. The man is really good. And he'll talk that stuff, too. He'll let you know he's really good. But Jerry ain't going to make that move. There's a lot of recruiting going on here. Micah Parsons making the reference to Calais Campbell about throwing on a Cowboys helmet. And now uh, Trayvon Diggs is trying to get his brother to, to throw one on. Yeah, all those guys know Dak Prescott needs help. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They saw their quarterback and what he did for them this year. He, he needs all the help he could get. He did not offense, have, defense, etc. He did not have elite weaponry. There is no doubt about that. All right, uh, there's some NFL notes for you. If you have thoughts on the Demar Hamlin silliness, you can let us know. Let us know if you were offended. Let us know so you won't actually send it to Demar because that would be silly. Uh, coming up, we'll get you a crap bag. XFL. They've got a team in Houston. I'll try to make you care, but whoa. That roster was interesting. We'll get into that, plus a couple of the rule changes that they're going to deal with that maybe you'll find interesting. That's next on The Horn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Rolling through a Thursday. Oh, I know this one. In fact, this is a good idea for an album you and I should both listen to. We should both sit through She's So Unusual by Cindy Lauper. Oh, man. I've never heard a Cindy Lauper record all the way through my whole life. I've just heard singles. So this would be Girls Just Want to Have Fun, of course, by Cindy Lauper. The Eagles were earlier. So by the time you would have come along, Cindy Lauper's definitely out of that. She's not super popular anymore. So do you. Did you hear this kind of stuff growing up? or No, not at all. Okay. I just would always hear this in random rom-coms and stuff where the girl would have like her own little oh yeah moment, right. like change, sure. fashion changing, like she goes to the very expensive, you know, clothing store, like Versace or something like that, and doesn't yeah. purchase anything, but tries on everything and then just leaves. Yeah, it is a, it's just an, it's a super iconic song. Right. It's such a signature kind of song, iconic song for, yeah, all those situations. Video is pretty wild, too. Uh, Cindy Lauper cranking it up here on a Thursday. Thanks to those of you who have hit us up on Twitter. If you want to do that, remember Zay is at, ain't that underscore Zay. I'm at C Hastings 1049. Our man Chris Bennett and others let us know today is Happy Gilmore's anniversary. Came out today in 96. Happy Gilmore. Mm. I did not see it in the theater. I saw it much later, but I am a fan of Happy Gilmore. It's a solid, it's a solid sports movie. So good. Yeah. I love that movie. 
Like Ben Stiller, how good is he in that movie? Ben Stiller is, wait a minute, Ben Stiller and Happy Gilmore. He's the nursing home. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, right. Oh, he's fantastic. That's a good call. That's one of the best Ben Stiller side roles. Yeah. That has ever been when he's eyeing the grandmother and everything. Yeah, that was great. That's good stuff. We talked about Christopher McDonald yesterday because it was his birthday. Shooter McGavin and uh, and all. And also, um, one of my other favorite things about Happy Gilmore is what's her name? Uh, is it Le- uh, not Leslie Bowen? Maybe is that the actress's name? Oh, Claire from Modern Family. There you go. Man. The little dream sequences? Yeah. My goodness gracious. She is great in that movie. Uh, Does a good job and looks fantastic. All right, so uh, we'll get into uh, some more side discussions today. We're going to get into some album stuff at 2.05, and we've had some people uh, given. Uh, I'm sure we'll be giving us some suggestions there. <laughs> you will go to sleep, and I will put you to sleep. Or I will put you to sleep. Or I will put you to sleep. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my god. One other comment before we get to the crap bag. On Damar Hamlin from one of our texters, I think we can all, hopefully we can all agree on this one. This texter says, the man was clinically dead for over nine minutes, and now he's alive and neurologically intact. He can wear whatever he wants to back off AP. Good point. Exactly. Good point. I, I don't know what DeMar Hamlin could have worn to the Super Bowl that would have offended me. But if everything he's been through, let him express whatever it is he wants to express. Just, we, we got to give him one, right? Somebody please give him one without tweeting at him. That's just ridiculous. If he had shown up with a jacket that said Kanye may have a point, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. If he had shown up with a jacket that on the back of it had said, you know, a lot of people say a lot of bad things about Hitler, but comma, I don't care what follows. We got to give him one. The man was dead and brought back to life. Let him have one. Yeah, it's just Adrian Peterson of all people. (laughs) That's the one. Yeah, it's like I asked you before we went on the show, did OJ not have a thought? Yeah, like, do we have? Can we get some controversial like, athletes? At least to... Joe Jackson kids had talent. Good, good grief! Like, man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, and who man. knows? Little Peterson's kids that could go off to be hella great running backs too. But still, yeah, that was a bad moment. That's a bad moment for him. You, you probably need to know that that's what people are going to remember when you comment on it. All right, uh, coming up at 105, Chip Brown of Horns247.com. We'll talk to him about Longhorn basketball. He was there for the Longhorn baseball availability yesterday as they get ready to start their season. Plus, I want to get his thoughts on the future of Texas with the SEC. Is he hearing nine conference games? Where does he think that's going to go? We'll get into that discussion uh, at one here. Right now, though, let's go into the crap bag. Let's see if I can get Zay to care about this Houston XFL team. Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap. It's going to be tough. Uh, brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Okay, so yesterday we talked about the Dallas team. They're called the Arlington Renegades. They'll play 2 o'clock on Saturday, ABC. And by the way, they're playing at the old Rangers Stadium, if y'all don't know that. The old one, not the co- new covered one. They're playing at the old Rangers ballpark that's now Choctaw Stadium, I think is what they call it. It's still a name. beautiful part. It's beautiful. I love it. I wish they could have put the roof on it and made it the Rangers' new home, but they apparently couldn't do it. So that's where they play. The Houston team is the Roughnecks, and they play at the University of Houston, at U of H's stadium, in case you want to go check out some Houston Roughnecks games. Zay, the coach is Wade Phillips. 
the legendary. Legend, baby. Wade Phillips, son of Houston bum. Houston legend. He is the guy. So here we go again. Let's just start with these three quarterbacks. The quarterbacks I see, Zay, are Caleb Ellaby, who went to Western Michigan, Cole McDonald, who went to Hawaii, I kind of remember him, and Brandon Silvers, who went to Troy. Yeah. I think maybe Silvers was in a senior Bowls, one of the quarterbacks in a senior bowl. I'm not sure. All right, here are guys I found that I actually recognized from the Houston roster. All right, here we go. Everybody remember when Mike Leach, rest in peace, was at Washington State and he had a little fire plug of a running back named Max Borgie? Remember that guy? Little guy. Little white running back. <laughs> Everybody remember? Maybe? <laughs> no. He's on this team. Uh, Defensive lineman that went to LSU, Glenn Logan. I did recognize that name. And then if you're a U of H fan, I don't know this dude, but I figured it's it's in Houston, so maybe. Alexander Myers, a defensive back. If you are a Houston fan, maybe that would get you out to the stadium. And Kerry Vincent is a name I think we all remember from LSU, a defensive back. But Zay, that was it. That Houston roster is bereft of guys that I know and I'm now going through multiple uh, XFL rosters I'm not seeing a ton they're going to need to hope these guys develop we need a PJ Walker or two to develop because PJ was with the Houston Roughnecks and he was good right away and it made everybody go oh okay and then there was that John Wolfert uh, Wolfert cat in one of the uh, spring leagues that eventually went to the Rams Right and got a little time. That's all I'm hoping for. With I know these Taylor Heineke was on the team too. I don't remember which one. Yes, like, Taylor was on a USFL team. He was on the team. Yeah, so that's what I want out of these leagues is give these guys opportunities now to go up and and maybe get a chance. So the Houston team they will play Orlando. The Orlando Guardians uh, is the team that Terrell Buckley is coaching. So if you remember Terrell Buckley back in the day, now we're, now I'm old enough that I remember Terrell Buckley as a player, and now he's a head coach in a spring league. So he's taking on Houston. That's a, a night kick Saturday at 7.30. Big ESPN and FX are the two networks that will carry that one. The St. Louis-San Antonio game is Sunday at 2. I'll tell you a little bit more about the San Antonio Brahmas tomorrow. But, Zay, I did find a name that you might be interested in. At least you might know the name. You had said uh, that Josh Gordon was on a roster, and you thought it was Seattle. Yeah. You're right. He is on the Seattle Sea Dragons team. Let's get it. We could be high on the field. If I'm not mistaken, one of his quarterbacks, I don't know if he'll get the gig or not, but Ben DiNucci is on that team. Light up. (laughs) Light up, baby. Ben DiNucci. I'm already picking my team to win it. Oh, my God. And by the way, tomorrow in the crap bag, I will tell you the quarterback – tight end combination that has me slightly excited and I might have to end up with the Brahmas as my team. That Arlington team will kind of be I have to sort of go with them because I'm a Dallas area kid but they've uh, I don't love the logo and it's Bob Stoops and it's this weird and it's that weird blue color and I'm not comfortable with that. Light blues the Brahmas logo I like so kind of a reference to the rock himself and so I kind of like that, and these players I'm seeing on their roster, I think I might be leaning towards the Brahmas. I can't root for Bob. He's made life for miserable for us for way too long. Can't right? root for him. And by the can't way, do it. as an Aggie, he hung a couple on my guys too. Oh, he really used to put up numbers on y'all. You remember? Yeah, yeah. There was one game where we didn't have any, and he had a lot. And, oh. And Longhorn fans like to remind me of it a lot. 
Oh, that one game, uh, Cotton Bowl. Cedric Griffin's still scoring touchdowns. Oh, good grief, those. I know. You, yeah, that, that's one thing that Longhorn fans and Aggie fans in football can share. It's those memories of Oklahoma doing that. Because I had to eat not only 77 to nothing, which, oh, my God. I had to eat a 66-28 one time. Ooh! <laughs> at, at Cal Field. 66-28, Zay. Oh, man. Bob was a menace. That was 08. Remember the Sam Bradford team in 08? Yeah. That's what they did to A&M. 66-28. Just running up and down Kyle Field all they wanted. God, they blocked so well in that game. Wow, we took Sam out, baby. Yeah, right. I'm not all about a bounty, but that might be the closest thing (laughs) to it. That was the year that that, that's still one of the best Texas OU games I've ever seen. That was a good one. 45-35, Colt over Sam. That was a show. Yeah. That was a hell of a show that day. All right, so there you go. XFL does get cranked up this weekend. You get two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. Uh, Everything is going to be ESPN family. Um, There's a couple. uh, There's FX for a decent amount of it, so find where your FX channel is if you don't know, and then they're going to sprinkle in some ABCs and big ESPN. ESPN2 is going to be involved as well. So hopefully we see these guys get opportunities, and we'll also be uh, tomorrow, go through a couple of those rule changes, too. You're going to see multiple two-point conversion opportunities, and they're utilizing that onside kick option in the fourth quarter where you can go fourth and 15 from your own 25, I think it is, if you want to, in the fourth quarter. So you can look for things like that in the XFL also. Coming up next, Chip Brown of Horns247.com. Longhorn basketball trying to bounce back from the loss in Lubbock. Longhorn baseball getting their season started. And what's Chip hearing about Longhorn football in the future in the SEC? We know it's going to be 24 uh, 24 now. What is he hearing about the number of conference games and how it could all line up? We'll find out on the horn.